What's going on, everybody? And welcome back for another episode of Triggered. This is Triggered episode number 322. We're here on Thursday, October 14th. And let's start off with, uh, I guess you could say this is maybe some good news for once, you know? I mean... I, I guess, right? <laughs> I mean, if, if you say, you know, corruption of the presidential family is good news, but the Daily Mail has been pouring through recovered emails and documents from Hunter Biden's laptop and hard drive, and they're discovering more and more surprises oh. these, this week. So, you know, I won't say that this is a definitive smoking gun yet, but some of it certainly suggests that Joe Biden's previous assertions about... Uh, his and his son's business relationship with both both China and Ukraine were at least inaccurate, if not downright, a lie. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you could say that. Um, I mean, he was lying from the beginning, so which yeah. we knew, yeah. right? You know, but it's always nice to have some some evidence. But basically, I mean, you don't you don't always need evidence. Well, yeah, I guess you don't always need evidence. They had a shared bank account, which oh. we've. We've kind of uh, gotten a little bit of a clue of before with is the that, hookers. Is this the, yeah? Is this the yeah. one that, where he uh, they used it to withdraw funds to pay the yeah. Russian hookers at the uh, Chateau Marmel? But apparently that was more than just a one-off. Yeah, well, they were paying yeah. joint bills out of there for a very long time, including you know taxes, uh, stuff having to do with book deals. But another interesting tidbit to come out of this was a little bit of potential corruption with uh, good old Senator Bob Menendez, which, shocking, right? Boss Bob. That corrupt Bob yeah. from New Jersey, which we've talked about plenty of times, would potentially be involved in Joe Biden's corruption. So, not saying anything's going to happen out of it. Uh, there is some renewed calls now for potentially a, even a independent counsel for this. That's wow. not going to happen. I mean, yeah. Biden's just not going to allow that. Yeah. Basically, on day one, his rule was... To the Department of Justice, she can't go after my son. Yeah. Right? And you remember he was asked about that in the campaign. Yeah. It's like, oh, no, I wouldn't do that. Yeah, and then he did it. Well, yeah, yeah. exactly. Classic Joe Biden, yeah. right? Uh, let's see what else we got here. Oh, supply chain, which we've been talking about for quite a few weeks here, but it's finally getting the news coverage it deserves. As our global supply chain continues to collapse and lock up, who do you think should be uh, handling this kind of disaster. Mm, this sounds like a job for the Secretary of Transportation. Oh, yeah. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg. You know, it's too bad that his only experience was being a mayor of a small town. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> he is totally failing Potholes. Potholes. He couldn't even fix the potholes. <laughs> he is totally failing at this. Uh, and as Joe Concha points out, Buttigieg has been focused on himself. It's total amateur hour up there. Uh, they've got no idea how to fix this supply chain issue. Uh, yesterday, Buttigieg came out and said, well, if only we pass the infrastructure bill, this will all be fixed. No. I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> what? Uh. That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. First off, <laughs> right? Like, how, how laughable is that? Even if they do pass that, which, sure, maybe it would have some positive effects, like, two years from now, yeah. <laughs> the problem is now. Yeah. It, it, it's not This a, isn't SimCity. Right, like, <laughs> right. That, that's what they think it is, you know? And and we called this out months and months and months ago when Buttigieg was first nominated. You know, you'd think you'd have someone in that position that actually yeah. has some level of transportation experience. Yeah. This guy's f***ing clueless. Yeah. You know? All, all he wants to do is plant his potential run in 2024, uh, which, you know, I'd love to see him run because he's a total disaster. Yeah. But... Now now the Biden White House says, well, the global supply chain problem is because of private businesses, not government policies. Uh, yeah. 
Oh. I know. I know. It's, it's, it's just... It's the private... It's Walmart's fault. Walmart's fault. Yeah. And uh, the apparent solution now out of the Biden White House... And then they formed a task force because, you know, those always yeah, really work out so yeah. well. This is what, uh, like the 20th task force? Yeah. And they're all failures. Total failures, yeah. yeah. The solution now is apparently, well, they should begin 24-7 operations. Um, allow me to introduce you the second act here, which is that they can't find f***ing labor yeah. for the 24-hour yeah. operation. That's the point. And then you got to find truckers that will transport the goods. No, I know. It, it, like, we have a problem. We have a labor shortage because, you know, Biden's, uh, you know, uh, unemployment extravaganza kept everyone, you know, high on the hog on government cheese. They're mm-hmm. not going back to work. It's a total nightmare. It's out of control. And we're not going to have items for Christmas. Oh, that, well, that's stores. a given. That's yeah. a given. Like, out of and stock is going to be... Beyond Christmas... It's, I, it's bad. At this point, I'm not even worried about Christmas. Yeah. I'm worried about, like, next week. Like, right, we're it. seeing major supply shortages across the board yeah. in everything from construction materials, consumer goods, uh, fuel is becoming a problem, and energy is a problem right now, too. Yeah. And, huh, I wonder what could be a, an effective delivery device for energy. Hmm. Pipeline? A pipeline. Yeah. Oh. Why didn't why didn't we think of that? Yeah, I know. Oh my god. Yeah, I know. yeah, it's just totally ridiculous. And Biden tried to explain uh what what he's gonna do to fix this problem. Yeah, which he did he did a worse job. Take a listen I mean, to this clip. That means an increase in the hours for workers to be moving cargo off ships and onto trucks and rail cars to get to their destination. And more than that. The night hours are critical for increasing the movement of goods because highways, highways are less crowded in the evening, at night. In fact, during off-peak hours in Los Angeles, cargo leaves the port at a 25% faster pace than during the day shift. You know, his, his MO now of the entire presidency, someone tweeted this earlier today, I forget who, is he'll come out, give maybe five minutes of remarks, no questions, and, and then we'll be lucky to see him for maybe two or three days. Yeah, it's crazy. It is crazy. And you know now they say, oh well, we're going to open the ports twenty four seven. Well, how are you going to do that? Yeah. Oh well, we we don't know. We're figuring it out. Great. So the people who are supposed to be in charge of fixing this problem have absolutely no clue how to change this. And in California, an interesting point of contention here is particularly in California, the truck drivers and port workers. Yeah. Now, one of the big reasons that they can't get enough people to do so is because with the institution of California's AB5, which is the essentially independent contractor restriction law that they have out there, the only people that could work in these ports is essentially unionized full-time employees, Ah. which of course comes with a bunch of ridiculous restrictions having to do with it. Yeah. But... The real kicker of this is what do you think that the Democrats want to do with AB5? Nationalize it? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The PRO Act, which we've talked about on here numerous times before, which is in the Democrats' disastrous socialist bill. This is like the uh, resurrected form of uh, card check, right? Yeah. Pretty much. They remember remember card check in the early two thousand, late two thousands. They want to make it basically illegal for people to operate as independent contractors in this country. Yeah. Great. Great. I know, right? It's just let's take a problem. And dump gasoline yeah, know, on it. Really. It's just so These so people dumb. don't know how to create jobs or, or yeah. the environment to create jobs. Yep. 
Uh, Kristen Cinema, I guess this is slightly good news. The uh, Arizona senator reiterated her position that not only will she not vote to remove the filibuster, but that she will also not be, quote, bankrupting the country to please Bernie Sanders. Oh, wow. That's awesome. And uh, she said, quote, reportedly to another Democrat senator, quote, I have already told the White House what I'm willing to do and what I'm not willing to do. It's not mysterious. It's not that I can't make up my mind. I communicated it to them in detail. They just don't like what they're hearing. Yeah. End quote. Too bad. So we'll see. You know, the three and a half uh, trillion dollar boondoggle socialist plan that they want to pass is still uh, being tossed around up there. Uh, the numbers that they're talking now are lower, but the real question is, do they have any f***ing clue what spending that kind of money is going to do to the already ridiculous, out-of-control inflation in this country? Yeah, they don't. I mean, do they think at all up there? Well, they're, they're, they're going to print more money. That's the whole thing. Or take out more debt to pay off the debt. <laughs> yeah. And what does increasing the monetary supply do? Oh, it increases inflation. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's totally out of control. We have new inflation numbers that came out. Five point six percent, right? Right. Yeah. And, and this is you know this is starting to get out of control with its compounding that's going on here. I mean, freaking a, do a, a dozen eggs is like what thirteen percent more than last year. Oh yeah, it's like out of control. Basi Bacon is like out of control too. Basically, every single consumer category, especially in meats, yeah, uh, is totally out of control. And not only that. The prices are skyrocketing, but the supply is worsening too, yeah. which is going to lead to even yeah. higher prices we're gonna if have you to, could even get it to begin we're with. We're going to have to start eating people soon. Oh, my God. All right, Hannibal. <laughs> um, what is Is this bacon and eggs? Oh, if I told you, I'm not so sure you would try it. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see what else we got here. Let's talk about more about cannibalism. Then. No, I'm good on that. <laughs> I am good on that. Um... Oh, Chicago Police Union. Oh, Mayor Beetlejuice. Yeah, Mayor Beetlejuice. The uh, vaccine mandate is supposed to go into effect oh, in Chicago. God. Here we go. Here we go. Well, the union president of the police union in Chicago is saying not only that they sh the officers should defy the requirement to submit their vaccination status to the city, he also is warning that this coming weekend, it's safe to say that the city of Chicago will have a police force at 50% or less. Ah. Uh. Ah. Uh. What do you think that's going to oh. do in a city that sees, you know, I think, what, 100 shootings a weekend? Well, I um, will say if that is the case, I'm going to fly to Chicago and loot everything I can see because there <laughs> is no <laughs> – I mean it is a giveaway. There. Well, that's already happened I in know. Chicago. Yeah. Did, you, did you see that video? Well, yeah, that, the Louis Vuitton yeah. store got absolutely ransacked in New York City. Like, not, I'm not talking like high-end stores. I'm talking like the local CVS and Rite Aids and the corner shops and stuff have mm -hmm. like no pills – no basic Tylenol or Advil because they they keep getting ransacked. Yeah, but I saw a pharmacy got looted. Yeah, the guy went behind the counter and got yeah. and got the top notch like controlled like the yeah. level one drug and just walked out. Yep. And like the pharmacist is like, "Excuse me, stop!" It was like it was like Home Alone kind of. Yeah. Like, stop that man. Yeah. <laughs> he just walked out. Well, There's you know, probably a lot of oxycontin. So. Oh, for sure. He probably. They just don't have the police force not only to handle that. Yeah but to handle the shootings, the murders that are going on. Yeah. And even so, when the police force is there, they're told they can't do anything about it. Yeah. So? You remember that uh, Chicago police directive that went out that they're not allowed destroy. to... destroy? Well, they're not allowed to chase. Yeah. That was Baltimore. Oh, Baltimore. Yeah. What, that, what, what did I say? 
Give him room to destroy. Yeah. That was, um, what's Steph, her name? Rollins Blake. Yeah, yeah, back in the riots of, yeah. what was that, 20? Who did such a 50? great job. She didn't run for re-election, and rightfully so. Well, didn't she go down for corruption, too? Yeah, I think there was some, yeah. some bad Oh, speaking of corruption, we also have uh, a Philadelphia, either a council member or, like, district council member went down for voter fraud. You know, oh. most secure election ever. Oh, yeah. Uh, LA's one of the board of supervisors, I believe, uh, has also been arrested on corruption. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, the head of California's largest union. Yeah. Recently resigned because of corruption. And in New York, also another corruption case. It must what, be great to be Democrats. You I mean you can really line your pockets? Yeah, I was about to say, Democrat. what do you think yeah. they all have in common? Yeah. They're, they're all, all Democrats. They're all Democrats. Yep. Interesting how that works. If I were to ever run for office, it'll be. As a Democrat, a Democrat, yeah. and then I will, I will absolutely steal everything from everybody, oh and be like, God. "You can't, you can't do that. I'm Asian. I'm Pac. You can't say that I'm racist. Isn't it That's BIPOC racist. now? Also, they change the rules all the time. These people. Also, I don't buy the Pac either. I know. Moving on. How about? Uh, oh, let's talk about how heating bills are going to go up this winter. Fifty-four <laughs> percent. They're going to yep. go up fifty-four percent from from last year. Yeah. Like. So basically, this is the kill fixed income seniors bill at the at the bare minimum. Yep. There's no way people on Social Security are going to be able to heat their homes. So now we're going to kill all the old people. Maybe this is by design. Eh, maybe. You know, here's the thing. So they have all of these things that they do yeah. that are going to contribute to a massive spike in cost, right? Yeah. Not to mention we're also probably going to have a pretty cold winter in the northern half of the country. Oh. Uh, the first blast is gearing up to come through this weekend. But – you also have the Biden administration reportedly asking oil companies to help him control heating costs this winter. What the, the same oil companies that he hurt through the, the revoking of leases and the ending of pipelines. And, you know, the list goes on and on. He wants them to help him control oh heating costs in this God. country. That's like a rapist going back to, a, to its victim. Yeah. And being like, you know, listen, I, need I, ha- your help. I have some deep-seated mother issues. I need yeah. you to talk about my, my issues with you, please. You know, it's just like, no. It's it's totally outrageous. And it's probably going to be the most expensive winter for natural gas heated homes since 2008. <laughs> oh uh, Allow so, me to punch you in the face. <laughs> and, you know. Help me solve this problem. This is just an admission uh, by the government yeah. of what we talked about a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Remember, we said yeah. this was yeah. coming. Yeah. And, you know, if you have a home where you're heated on uh, oil, right, you're yeah. not on natural gas, yeah. now's the time to fill your tank. Get yeah. ready for this because, you know, we're also going to have shortages, Yeah. right? You know, you, you've already seen multiple cases last winter, and then this was before Biden even came into office, yeah. where several towns, you know, were running out of natural gas because yeah. the supply couldn't get to them. So We're getting to a point. I think, I think people in New England, I think they're going to have to start killing the whales again. <laughs> get that blubber. Get that oil. They're going to start, you know, harpooning them whales. Yep. Oh, what else? Oh, more inflation stuff here. Uh, former Obama economic advisor Larry Summers, who's not really a super leftist. He's kind of more on the moderate he's side. He's a classical – he's a classic liberal. Yeah. He's hardcore liberal. He's just not – again, he's just not a communist. He, right, which is the new yeah. standard now for yeah. the left. Um, he's been warning about the the Biden administration's monetary policy essentially since day one. Um, and he says now that, quote, thanks to a woke Federal Reserve, inflation is about to be driven into total out-of-control territory. Take a listen to this clip. I don't know if you guys heard what Larry Summers said. And keep in mind, this is a former Democratic Treasury Secretary saying 
He's never seen such a woke uh, Federal Reserve a bunch of bankers. The Federal Reserve bankers, he said, they're way too woke. Uh, we have a generation of central bankers who are defining themselves by their wokeness. They're defining themselves uh, by how socially concerned they are. And he is really worried that inflation is going to get out of control. Jeez, when you lose Larry. Um... No, well, I mean, Janet Yellen's too busy wanting to snoop on all of our financial activities, so she can't deal with this right now. Well, according to Joe Biden's puppet master, Ron Klain, White House chief of staff. Oh, President Klain? Uh, yeah, well, Prime Minister Klain. Yeah, Prime Minister. Inflation is only a, quote, high class issue. What does that even mean, high class? It only affects rich people, which oh, couldn't be further from the truth. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I'm like, what alternate reality yeah. are you f***ing living in? So, only rich people buy food. Apparently. Only rich people get gas. Apparently. Only rich people go out to eat. Yep. Well, actually, that's that's kind of, never mind, I take that back. Oh, that's not necessarily true. I mean, they go out more often than most families. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. But but people do go out to but eat. But who relies on people going out to uh, eat? That's true. People well, that yeah, work in yeah, those yeah, restaurants yeah. in the service yeah. industry, right? Yeah. You know, th this is going to have a... class issue. This is going to have a massive killing effect. I highly effect. doubt a billionaire is going to notice inflation. Right. Right. That's the thing. I mean, that's the thing. Like, that, I mean, that, that's why, like, rich people are, you know, are, are they, they, they're like, they're bisexual when it comes to politics. They go both ways. Yeah. <laughs> because they can support Democrats. They can support Republicans. It doesn't matter if they're taxed high or the taxes get cut. They're still going to be f***ing rich at the end of the day. So they can do whatever the hell they want. And this doesn't impact them at all. Who's right. It's going to impact well, every other person that is not in that income bracket. Well, what it comes down to, there's a great example of this, right? I mean, what'd you say about the grocery bills? That's what I was right? just about to bring up, the like, grocery bill. If you go to a grocery store, yeah. right, and for us, for example, you know, if our, say our average grocery bill, uh, you know, was like $120 or yeah. so, right? Yeah. Now, that was last year. Yeah. Now, that same exact grocery order would cost you probably in the region of $160, okay? $40 more. That's the electric bill. Exactly. That's the gas bill. Exactly. That is that the rich is, people. You know. The rich people who, first off, aren't even doing their own grocery yeah, shopping to doing begin with. Shopping. Also, they don't really. I mean, yeah, yeah. Keep, 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 they keep, they keep, don't keep, care keep, if it's forty dollars more. No, it could be. Hmm. It could be four thousand dollars more. I mean, at that point, they'd probably no, no, say, no. "Okay, let's." But let's, yeah. but, but let's get crazy. Though. It could be four thousand dollars. It wouldn't hurt them. That they would, um, on principle, they'll be like, "Yo, this is out of control." We'll yeah. That. But they're not going to go homeless right over this. Right. Yeah, that, that, I mean, that's, well, you that, remember that's just a few weeks ago, I was thinking about the prices at Wegmans, and I was like, "This is getting out of control." Yeah, you know, it is. Luckily, yeah. you know, I, I can afford to spend you know twenty, thirty dollars extra. But for a family of four who oh, no buy, needs to buy much more no food way. and has much higher monthly fixed costs, yeah, this is a killer. It's you know? playing roulette on what on what is more critical here. Yeah, you know, gas, electric, heat. What is it? What 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 can offset this? And what it's not just there? basic items that are that are inflating. Oh, it's milk is out of control. You see the price of milk? Well, I would consider that a basic item. Yeah, right. I'm talking about rent. Oh, it's basically yeah. rent. Yeah, rent. Okay. Well, rent. There's a, well, there's a moratorium now. No, that's done. I know. That's, that's done. <laughs> but but rent is up twenty percent. Yeah. Okay. Then going beyond that. You have used car prices that are skyrocketing yeah. because, because of the supply shortages supply with shortages, chips and stuff like yeah. that. People can't buy new cars, yeah. right? So, and, and you know, most lower-income people end up buying used cars, right? Yeah. New cars. Also, are, nothing wrong with buying a used car. 
Yeah, I mean, that's fine. Yeah. Honestly, but, I think people who buy used cars, it's a better deal. Cause but they so, cost 40% more than they did a year ago. I know. So this is really piling up quick. And, you know, this has the ability to really grind our economy to a halt. And, and what we were talking about the other day with it's the bad. potential for recession here. Yeah. Uh, I think we're already in a recession. It's very possible. Yeah, we're already in a recession. You know, the top line numbers aren't going to bear that out to yeah. be a, quote, technical recession. Uh, but we're certainly in stagflation. Yeah. That's that's yeah. undoubted at this point. Well, when stagflation happens, you know what's next. So Yeah, well, depression. Everybody, <laughs> yeah, everybody, uh, I would say, take your money out of the f***ing banks and put it in a, under the mattress. Everyone go to the bank and take all your money out now. Well, you know what's going Or you can take that money. Oh my God! No, he is not endorsing you to buy precious metals. Yes. Although that might not be a bad idea. But nothing that we say on this show should be considered to be financial advice. No, absolutely not. There. Buy crypto. Absolutely not. I think crypto is a scam. Anyway. Cash, Doge, money. Although with the way that our currency is turning at this point, maybe it's not. Yeah. Jesus, it might be a barter economy soon. Here, I got two cans of Campbell's soup. Well, you know what'll gas. be the best currency when things really go to Yeah. Oh, Krugerrands? Well, no. But <laughs> of course you pick some obscure f***ing thing out of nowhere. <laughs> Rounds of ammunition. Yeah. Buy guns, buy ammo. That is yeah. the financial advice we will give you on this show. Uh, speaking of gun control, huh. What's happening uh, now? You know how they always say that these European cities that have all these great uh, gun control measures oh, lead yeah. to oh, so much safety? They're going medieval. Yeah, so what yeah. happened? You wrote oh, about uh, this. No, yeah, uh, what's it called? In, uh, in Norway, someone decided to kill several people with a bow and arrow. Mm-hmm. Robin Hood is back, and, and he's on meth. Uh, who was this somebody? I didn't get that far. Sorry. His name is I, Espen Anderson Brayton, oh. and he's a Danish citizen who just happened to convert to Islam. So it was a terror oh, attack. Oh, so it was a terror attack. Yep. Okay. All right. And he used a bow and arrow. I just saw that the, you know, like the little summary didn't get And he murdered it. five people, which was honestly pretty impressive for yeah, a bow and arrow. Yeah, for a bow and arrow. Yeah. Uh, what I else? bet he, uh, was there a little Allah Akbar uh, when he fired those arrows? I'm sure, yeah. Pretty sure. And we'll see if there's a trend, you know, as we mentioned a few months ago, we think there's going to be a trend of an increase of Islamic terror attacks across not only Europe, but the rest oh, of the here? world. Here? No, I mean, hopefully not. I mean, we, we allowed, what, how, tens of thousands of these Afghans to come in. Oh, don't even get me started on Completely that. Completely infested with measles. Well, you know, I, I really love the other day how uh, ICE released these numbers, and they're like, yeah, in the past uh, so-and-so months, we've we released 130,000 illegals into the country. Okay, well, what happened to the other two million? Yeah. Because you didn't deport them. No. Where right? are they? Where did they go? Which it means they released them, they just didn't put it in the report. Yeah. And this is another classic case of government manipulation of statistics. Yeah. They easily can lie to the American public and they get away with it because that's what they do. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean. Especially with these clowns in there. Especially with Mayorkas in there. Oh my God! I yeah. mean, Mayorkas is like you know. I mean, he's, I mean, you might as well just. I mean, I, 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 I there, there are no words. There they really have, are no words. They have millions of pounds of border wall material just sitting there at the border that's already paid for, and they refuse to put it up. Tell me, what sense does that make? Uh, you know, how can anybody in this country make an argument? That a border wall is not a good idea. I just yeah. don't get it at this point. Everyone loves walls. Because we see, well, yeah, especially the yeah. rich, rich liberals. They yeah. love yeah, walls. Yeah, they like those gated communities. Uh-huh. 
But I just don't get how they can make the argument that walls don't work because in the sectors that have walls... It works. It works. Walls work. At like a 99.9% clip. Walls have... I've never understood that. I mean, that... You're talking about gaslighting. That's some like grade A historical gaslighting right there. Walls have always worked. Right. The Great Wall of China worked stupendously. Yeah, Mongolians try to tear down my wall. I know, right? (laughs) And then, well, not... I mean, the byproduct was all all those people who couldn't get... They went... West, westward? I don't know. I don't westward? even give a shit about Asia. Well, it the, the, well, went to the Roman Empire. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not great. Yeah, not, not great. great. Not great. Um, well, yeah, but the liberal argument is always like, a wall is such an outdated means of enforcement. Like, no. Okay, sure, yeah, we need drones and cameras and all that yeah. kind of shit, but a wall is a lot harder to get in when versus just being able to walk right across exactly. an open plain. Yeah, <laughs> the gap is this big. It's like two sticks there. I mean, it's very clear that these yeah. people are crossing in areas where there's no wall. Yeah. There's a reason yeah. for that, right? Like, I mean, might as well have a wall than what I want, which is to- fully armed drones with Hellfire missiles, tanks, everything. That'd be very expensive to Hellfire everybody. Just saying. Well, I mean, they, they travel in groups, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> so if you fire one into that group, I mean, there's a whole little piece of... That's true. After a true. few messages are a sent. Messages, you know, exactly. Yeah. You know? Um... But yeah, these people are flooding in by the millions, and uh, no problem, no no, problem. no coverage from the mainstream media, and uh, you know that it, <laughs> it would be funny though, if we employed all those illegals to finish building the materials. Well, here's the thing, right? And and this has got to be part of the key strategic messaging for the 2022 midterm campaign: keep these people out. Yeah. Okay. None of this establishment Republican, you know, air quote, Republican bullshit of, oh, well, we love immigration, but just not illegal immigration. Because the left has now conflated the issue to be one. Yeah. And we will not be able to separate it. So what we need to say is we need to secure our southern border. Yeah. America's closed temporarily. Sure. You know, temporarily. We're mid-flight. You know, you can't, you know, just... just, You know, I I don't mind some legal immigration... Yeah. Uh, what I don't like is the chain migration, the so-called diversity visa lottery bull. They gotta get rid of you that. Know, the the little refugee little nonsense yeah. because that's abused. Like I'm all for a merit-based well, immigration. Not, if you can yeah. prove that you'll yeah, be yeah, useful yeah. to this country yeah. and you will come in and you will love this country yes. and become an American, sure. Which is fine. what Canada and Australia have. Regarding Ironically, policy, right? Right. Yeah. Um, and I have no problem with the refugee cap. It just can't be like seven hundred thousand. With a Biden administration. Well, that's where they, that's what they do to make the cap useless. I know, I know, I know. You know, they put it so high of a number that it'll never be hit. Exactly. So, boom. Um, Obamagate. So, Mm. John Durham apparently is still uh, working away over there, even though we have basically nothing to show for it. Yeah. Um, But apparently there could be more charges coming. Could, being the key operator in that sentence. Uh, We'll believe it when we see it. But we do hope that that's correct. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, all right, here in Virginia, yeah, we got quite a few stories uh, here in Virginia. So we talked the other day about what's happening in Loudoun County over the rape of this poor girl um, that was raped by a supposedly... Gender uh, fluid? Yeah, gender fluid boy who was pretending to be a girl and wearing a skirt uh, who was allowed to go into this girl's bathroom and just outright rape her. But the Washington Post finally got around to reporting this. Yeah. But uh, didn't after, mention that part, though. I mean... Well, it was after yeah. the Loudoun County Public Schools admitted uh, that this was basically, yeah. in fact, true. Yeah. 
they did not mention that key detail. Yep. Hmm. Yep. Well, that's probably because if the bathroom was restricted to women, then that boy would not have a. Yep. So oh, you know, there you go. Uh, that's not how that works. Yeah. Um, but. They also go on to leave out the key fact that Loudoun County was in violation of uh, a law that requires them to report a rape to authorities. That's Title Nine, yes. No, that has to do with the grievance process around oh, it. But okay. they had to notify police, which they failed to do. Okay, there you go. Uh, and in that case, no rape kit was taken. Oh. So, and then they further went on to try to cover up the entire thing, yeah, remember, yeah, because yeah, they yeah. would not uh, admit to yeah, this. Yeah. This whole thing happened, I believe, back in May. Yeah. May, yeah. yeah. It's been a while. So, uh, you know, th- this is getting out of control. Yeah. And Another reason to hate these school boards. Oh, yeah. You know, and, the, and they specifically did not disclose this information of this incident, the egregious incident, because one week later, they were taking a vote in the school board meeting on transgender bathroom policy. Huh. Yeah. That's interesting yeah. how that happened, right? Yeah. So this is picking up a lot of steam. You know, this piggybacked onto Terry McAuliffe's basically saying that parents should have no say in what their children are being educated with. It's turning into quite the issue here in, in the Virginia Democrat uh, governor's race. So the other thing I wanted to talk about here, did you notice how Democrats here in Virginia are trying to, quote, waive the witness signature requirement that Virginia law stipulates for all absentee ballots. No, it doesn't shock me at all. It's COVID part two or part four and a half. Well, this know. is beyond yeah. COVID. Yeah. The, I mean, this is just inviting fraud. Well, it's not inviting fraud. It's asking yeah, for fraud. Yeah, yeah. By saying we want to waive the witness signature requirement, yeah. saying we want to fill out as many ballots as we can yep. and put them in without having to get a witness. Yep. Because remember, when you have a witness on there, yeah. they are legally is responsible. The, is this the Kabul protocol? <laughs> Basically, they want <laughs> to stu- they want to stuff the ballot box, yeah, and, stuff and, them. and their level of being terrified about all this stuff shows me yeah. that this race is closer than we think. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying that Youngkin's going to win. Yeah. But, but I, Biden's I do- unpopularity is certainly dragging everything down here. I no, think it has. No, a- nobody's enthused. Everyone's pissed off about the CRT stuff. Everyone's tired of the COVID shenanigans. Everyone's- well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't wrap the CRT stuff into the Biden thing because I think yeah. it's completely different. You have even Biden voters who say they still like the president, but they but like the they, they hate the CRT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what's his name? James Homan, who's a real piece of at the Washington Post. But when he's sounding the alarm on this, that yeah, shows yeah, me right. Yeah. When the Democrats are in their pants, yeah, you should and. and you have a lot of independents and even Democrats here in this state that are saying, you know, why can't parents have a say in their kids' education? Yeah. And that's turning into quite the thing. And, and you have the Dems turning to full panic now because the DNC is to pump their, quote, largest ever investment in Virginia over the next coming weeks. And if this race was, you know, even a couple points larger, I don't think they'd be doing that. Yeah. But then Terry McAuliffe yesterday was asked – about parents being involved in their kids' education. And he lost his temper. He did. Take a listen to this. Yeah. Right, Who do you think should be in control of education if not Virginia parents? vaccinated yet? That's the question I want to know. Who do you think should be in control of education if not Virginia parents? Governor, was it a mistake You're dangerous here. Closed last year? I mean, you said it, man. Like, you said it. So No, I know. It. Like, own it. Like, the you, funnier you, thing you didn't to me, think this was going to, like, circle back? The funnier thing to me is that he jumps to his fallback crutch of, 
you should be wearing a mask. Doesn't it just sound so f***ing dictatorial? Yeah, and then he was... He's outside. Yeah, he's outside. And then he was photographed inside with a bunch of suits not wearing a mask. Yeah. So, shut the f*** up. Yeah, well, not only that, he was photographed last month on Amtrak not wearing a mask, which... That's a huge fine. Yeah. That's a huge fine. You notice how these Democrats are never fined when there's photographs of them on public transportation not wearing a mask. Now, if we went on public transportation without a mask... Isn't it like $5,000? No, it's $1,000 per instance, supposedly. Uh, I haven't heard of many enforcements of this... But I have heard of people being put on no-fly list for, yeah. for causing issues on planes. Yeah. And Uber out enforces that. The drivers do notice and they enforce it. Eh, I, I, one of my friends was, give, was given a warning. It depends on if, the driver. If you don't wear a mat, I will put, and then you're done. It depends on oh the driver. It depends on the driver yeah. because I've had some experience with that. and <laughs> uh, Some of them don't enforce it. Um, some of them will accept bribes not to enforce it, which is what I've done before. Um, so it really depends on the driver there. But the the federal transportation thing is by far the bigger yeah, problem. Yeah, that's true. Uh, really not looking forward to being uh, in a mask for at least like six to seven hours next week yeah. uh, when I have to go through the airport and fly. But, you know, things are getting interesting here in Virginia. Um, you should bring, gro- a bag of, bring a bag of groceries with you or something. Why? Cause that's the that's the that's the workaround. You can keep your mask down as long as you're eating. <laughs> oh yeah, well I'll definitely be bringing a lot Get of snacks onto the plane. Get a bunch of food. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Bring sure. a groceries like a sure. bag size of all the snacks and stuff. And it, you know, again, but this also goes back to the who, you know who it is and <laughs> have, like a, it. have a jelly belly and just take like little nibbles. Of it. Yeah. <laughs> take your time. Some flight attendants don't really give a. Oh yeah. Right. And they Spirit don't really Airlines give a apparently gives. A well, it, it depends, right? Yeah. So. But then you have some that take it to the max, and yeah. they're like, we'll turn this f-ing plane around if you don't put your mask yeah. on. And it's like... In that case, everyone should rush the cockpit. No. Don't, oh don't do that. God. Don't do that. Don't do that. There's, maybe, there's Matt taking maybe. it to 50. <laughs> uh, last one here of the day. Uh, this one was totally ridiculous. Oh, ha- oh Halloween? Yeah. So yeah. a Seattle elementary school... Wait a minute. Seattle? They, they, they Listen Sorry. to this. Yeah, They've yeah, canceled yeah. their Halloween pumpkin parade. Because the school district says, this is where it gets really interesting, yeah. black males do not celebrate Halloween and feel marginalized by it. Okay. That's why I said, that's why I yelled Seattle. Seattle's like the whitest city in the country. Uh, well, it's totally, it's, it's all white. It's, the whole left coast is a bunch of white libs, and, they're, and, and I bet they're like two black kids in this f***ing school. Well, except for California filled with Latinos. But, yeah, yeah. But, uh, okay. Black males do not celebrate the holiday. I'm pretty sure I've seen the blacks really get into Halloween. Yeah, the blacks love Halloween. Yeah, I, I mean, because they're American. You know, any American not, love any American kid jump loves into, Halloween. Not to jump into anecdotal uh, examples here, but <laughs> our black neighbors have the most decorated oh, Halloween yeah. yard in oh, the neighborhood. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's a total ridiculous experience. Yeah. Mr. And Skellington is out there right now. I, yeah, I hate those decorations. You don't like those? I'm well, not so, a big Halloween guy. Do you don't like the, Really? Yeah, I just think it's overrated. I like the candy, as any fact I would. Is it a pagan would. holiday? <laughs> no, but I just like, I think people just go a little overboard with it. And, yeah, well, just, you know in a couple of weeks the fog machine is going to be cranked out. No, it's like a nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, know. exactly. I'm just saying, you don't need a fucking fog machine in your yard. Yeah. Like, I get it. It's nice for the kids. Are we getting candy for the illegal alien kids that come to our neighborhood? Oh, don't even get me started on that. Remember how they took all our candy? We bought like eighty dollars worth of candy, folks, and they, and like 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 locusts. They took all those little took all the candy. They did. I've never seen a kid take. They took two pounds of 
Almond Joys. I couldn't believe my eyes. <laughs> well, the reason we're upset about this, just to give a little background here, these are kids that do not live in the neighborhood. No. They come to no. our neighborhood because uh, it's a little more, how do you say, upper class. Yeah. And it gives accurate. away good candy. Yeah. <laughs> just to, let's keep it yeah. a little PG yeah, here. Yeah, okay? keep PG. And, I'll, and now, I'm gonna, now it's going to turn into NC-17. I should have oh, called okay. ice on those little... That would have been funny, yeah. but it was like the hordes of Mordor. I mean, it they was. The whole it wasn't yeah, yeah. exactly. It was the hordes of. It was the hordes of Mordor. <laughs> Mongol horde. All right, let's get through this. Segment, Out of control. I got to do. So the, the the best part is this goes on to say in this newsletter from the principal canceling Halloween. Uh, quote: Halloween events create a situation where some students must be excluded for their beliefs, financial status, or life experience. Not sure what that means. Costume parties often become an uncomfortable event for many children, which uh, I've never heard of that in my life. Yeah, never, yeah. And it distracts students and staff from learning. Large events create changes in schedules with loud noise levels and crowds. What kind of school is this? Uh, this gets better. Yeah. Some students experience overstimulation while others must deal with complex feelings of exclusion, it's uncomfortable and upsetting for kids. I really don't get how they come up with this. <laughs> I mean, loud noise levels yeah, and crowds. It almost sounds like... Have you ever been around children? I know, really. They're the loudest yeah, around. Exactly. That's exactly. the one thing. You know when I take that flight next week, oh, yeah. you know my luck there's going to be a crying baby on it yeah. keep in mind there should be no babies no. flying to las vegas but no. i'm sure with my luck there will be one yeah these kids kids are the loudest they're, they're around. loud man they're loud that's why that's why god created the children's benadryl so you can dope up <laughs> you know i mean I, and, I, and <laughs> for it to say it distracts students and staff from learning yeah i don't know what that is honestly this sounds like a person who just well for besides being anti-fun just doesn't want to like decorate for halloween remember my school always did in, in, in lower school like yeah of course the, you know the I mean? teachers the decorate the room out, yeah, the pumpkins yeah. are out like you know it was a lot of shit. this sounds honestly halloween, that reads like i'm too lazy to yeah. do this the halloween do costume parade was always great yeah. in my elementary school yeah. i mean you know keep in mind that was like what oh there 20 was, years oh, ago there now some costumes that would, but like, that 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 kind oh of yeah no, oh no. my god that's oh boy as far as i know the only people who never took part in uh Halloween at my school were the Jehovah's Witnesses. You had Jehovah's Witnesses? Yeah, a couple. Yeah. Yeah, and they were the ones that didn't weird take part. people. Yeah, kind of weird. weird. Definitely. People. They also didn't stand for the pledge, which always made me f***ing infuriated. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like I said, weird Which people. apparently now you can't uh, do the standing pledge thing anymore. I found what? that out recently. What? Oh, my God. Yeah, it's totally outrageous. These schools are going down the even more so than we thought before. Now you have rapes. You can't celebrate Halloween. Can't celebrate, yeah. Homeschool. And I'll tell you, if I ever have kids, they are either going to a private school that I vet or they're getting homeschooled. There's no way they're going to public school. These public schools are churning out indoctrinated kids. Yeah, left and, and right. Left and right. It really will be the downfall of this country. Yeah. So, All Destroy right, well, public education. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, especially teachers' unions. Yeah. On that note, we're going to wrap up today's show. Uh, just a little programming note. We will be here for an episode of Triggered on Tuesday. But then we will be on a one-week hiatus, no triggered next Thursday or the following Tuesday, as I will be on vacation. Uh, Going to go to Las Vegas. We'll see if I make it back. Uh, but 
of course, if you want to support us here on Triggered, we know you would love Uncensored Triggered. It is by far. We, we, anyone who converts to be a VIP subscriber, they always email us and say, Triggered Uncensored is the f***ing best. So go to townhall.com slash subscribe. Use the promo code TRIGGERED to get 25% off your subscription. That will get you access to Triggered Uncensored. It'll get you access to Matt's VIP columns, Kurt's VIP column, his weekly podcast, his uncensored video, which everybody always loves, Katie's VIP column, a ton of exclusive content, and it will go to helping us take on these leftists who are destroying this country. So thank you to all of you who are VIP members. We love you all. And even those who are not, we also love you. So if you'd like to reach out, email us triggered at townhall.com. And of course, we appreciate your five-star ratings and reviews. And we will be back here on Tuesday for another episode of Triggered. See you then.